just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, you. Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin, joined, of course, by Mills. As with any other week, we are together again for the prediction show for the horror show at Extreme Rules, which airs this Sunday. But of course, before we get to that, Mills, what's going on with you, bud? I feel like pay per view weeks are so. They come, and I'm just like, oh, that they're here. I used to be so when I when I didn't order pay-per-views or didn't watch pay-per-views back when I was a kid and couldn't afford pay-per-views um, on a monthly basis because who, <laughs> who could? Uh, but white, I remember white, I would be good. like, yeah, I was <laughs> pretty much. I mean, all those buys. I was like, damn, it wasn't me buying them damn pay-per-views. <laughs> um, but I just remember like, oh my god, yes, no mercies this Sunday, and then I would like. The next morning, Monday morning, I would wake up like at 6 a.m. and like plug in my dial-up internet and like check the results just so I could talk about it in school later. And I honestly don't feel, I don't know if it's because of just wrestling and internet being so just, no, sorry, not internet, wrestling being so available all the Mm -hmm. time or just the sign of the times that we're in in terms of just era and just like things just happen now and it's all kind of like. It's so quick. It's in and out. Yeah. And and maybe it's, you know. This this era that we're currently into, the COVID era that we're currently in. So maybe it's that too, but I don't know. I don't really feel excited for this pay-per-view, but um, I'm not not like I'm not going to watch it. Like I haven't watched a lot of different things. I don't know. I've, I'm in this weird lull right now. I didn't I haven't watched SmackDown Live the last two weeks. I watch WWE programming all the time when it airs all the time. As for we're on like what, maybe what is this? One hundred forty something episode yeah, like of this podcast. Forty three, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we're we're weeks in. I can tell you probably one hundred and forty of those weeks I have watched all the shows live when they've happened. Right. And the last like three weeks, four weeks, whatever number that we're at, I'm just like, ah, well, let me find some other shit to do and I'll get back to it. And that's how that's just kind of how I feel currently and it's maybe it's like a weird feeling i've never really felt before because i'm always all in on pro wrestling yeah but i'm just not I, in I'm just not in right now it's the world that we we're in right now uh i think this week was particular like it's been a rough week i think everyone at different stages of, are in their own type of quarantine covid social justice uh mm-hmm. you know situation and i i think that reflects on even ratings i mean you see literally today it was record lows for raw but right. it was still it was still top 10 and it's like okay what i mean i mean it's monday programming but there's no other sports there's no right. anything else going on we you know we're, there, there's nothing to look forward to we're still stuck at home there, there's still general unrest in the world right. no one's thinking about this stuff and, and you know and, and the fact is the fact that nothing else is on, there's no longer, I feel like maybe it's like a reverse psychological factor. There's no demand to see anything if you're just home all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you're home all the time, I'll watch Monday Night Raw tomorrow. Like, if I'm home yeah. every day of the week, like, why am I going to bother watching it? The only reason I watch Raw Live is because I can't do it tomorrow. I got to wake up for work next day. And, so and this like, might be, and this might even be like a, you know, a deterrent to even WWE, but even the people who are like looking at like YouTube numbers and shit like that, I'm just like, who, like, who gives a shit right now? 
Like yeah. it's good. It's good that it's on and that we can watch it if we want to. That's a good positive. But in the end, like, should these people even be? And again, we we've run into this for the past 10, 12 weeks. Have been asking these same, uh, you know, <clears throat> moral questions about both uh, companies running shows and even New yeah. Japan running shows, which like. You know, like, this, is that really what's important right now? And I, and I think it reflects in ratings. I think it reflects in the general malaise. This is probably the war. It's probably like, I can't say it's like the worst summer of just wrestling TV, but I think it's like the weirdest, worst summer of wrestling period because of everything that's going on right now. Like, yeah. yeah. We've had worse summers. So. Like, like, last summer was pretty fucking awful for us to be doing this show. I'm going to be completely yeah. honest with you. It was a, it was a tough 12 weeks. Yeah, it was, a, it was the Baron Corbin era. Did yeah. Never really, never but, truly okay. lives up. But comparatively, what we have in this week, in this year, we have a pandemic. So even if these matches were quality and we're having these great pandemic matches, there's like so mm-hmm. many things that factor into what makes this awful too. The, the, the social impressions of people that are talking about this stuff, the performativeness. There was there was speaking out that happened a week and a half ago. Like no one's talking about that still. No one, no one's even gone back to speaking out. That was a huge right. thing. And it's like we're we're, we're like kind of running, you know running into each other as far as like new news cycles like this is a re- like meals this is a relatively slow week for news in wrestling <laughs> yeah it, like we we really don't really have much news to even cover other than really you know great news new champions uh new things that are happening now i want to talk about new japan a little bit but like for for the for a whole like i'm not gonna say like because i love doing the show and i and we and we love all of you guys listening to it but oh yeah it, it's it's like this is really an escape so like me like worrying about what the fuck 1.6 mil like i'm this is a lot of people broke the habit but a lot of people have been breaking the habit of monday nights for a really long time mm-hmm. and then this is just who knows if they come back <laughs> yeah at this point like after this whole thing it's like you kind of figure out like what you need and what you don't need and everyone's like oh they should be doing record ratings everyone is home but yeah but at the same time it's like yo but like I'm home all the time. Like, <laughs> there's yeah. no urgency to watch. And if I do need to watch it, I'll watch it online. If I do need things, you kind of really kind of get to figure out what you need, what you don't need. I mean, that's the only kind of benefit of this situation. It's kind of like reestablishing your priorities and like what truly is your priority. Did you really actually need to do this? Did you need to buy lunch every day of your life? Um, and it was like, maybe you did because you didn't want to cook, but maybe you found a love of cooking through this entire thing. So who knows? Like this is, you know, we're going on, gosh, got to be like week fucking uh, 16 of this entire thing. But like, we're learning more new things about ourselves and our own habits. And you're kind of learning it through the habits of the listeners and watchers and stuff like that as well. Everything is down for the most part, even basketball. Yeah. It'll, it'll pop, but it'll be back down. Trust me. Especially with all the news that's coming out of like this bubble. This bubble yeah. is the most fascinating thing I've ever this, heard this of is, in my life. In a way, this is like this this has to be like ten times worse than what these wrestling companies do are doing, right? Like this bubble yeah. just can't work at all. This bubble, it like it sacrifices not only health, but like also like I don't want to say like human rights. It's not like an extreme of like human rights, but it's also like you're telling people that they can't leave for three months and this is what they're doing. And legitimately people are like kissing their babies and hugging their wives and being like, I'm sh-, like, they're being shipped out to the army or shipped out or like doing a bid or something along those lines. Like they're, and we're getting every day. I mean, they're in the bubble. <laughs> so yeah. they're, they're there. And then they're still, Oh, someone's got COVID. Oh, someone's got COVID. Oh, Someone's being, you know, the the snitch hotline is blinging right now, and it's like, yeah. bro, <laughs> it's, it's, it's this just is so weird. crazy. It's just weird. It's like we, I feel weird watching wrestling. I'm gonna feel weird watching basketball. I'm pretty sure people, well, people don't give give a fuck about NFL. They let these those people fucking kill people and shit like that, and they still watch it. But like, it, it's like people. It's, it's just <laughs> it's just weird all around. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like. It's just a weird era that we're in. I and again, like to, to your point of extreme rules, I said it last night. This card is good. I'm not yeah. mad at this card at all. It, it's just that like like minus like one match that I just and we'll talk about it later, like that I don't care for at all. It's a solid and and, and the women's matches should be, I mean, one of them is probably gonna be match of the year contender. But at yeah. the end of the day, nothing seems like it matters. And it's not just because the crowds aren't aren't there, but I'm pretty sure that's a big reason why people aren't watching the shows. But it's because there are so much bigger things going on in the world. So mm-hmm. to that point, 
because there's so many big things happening in the world, so much more important things are happening to the world. The fact that you guys give us an hour every single, uh, you know, Wednesday to talk about this stuff, we really appreciate it. And you, you help, you guys help me through this. I'm pretty sure you got, you, you helped Mills through this. So thank you all for listening to the A show during this point. Uh, should we get to the news? I want, I got, I got, a, I got one news point I want to bring up really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get to the news. Uh, New Japan Dominion happened last weekend. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't watch it, but I I heard the buzz. I heard the tea. I heard everything yeah. about this. So of course, as you are, as you already know, uh, it came down to uh, it came down to Evil who won the New Japan Cup, uh, and of course, whoever wins that goes on to face the New Japan Champion, who of course is uh, Tetsuya Naito, who who has the Intercontinental and Heavyweight Championship. He's the double champion in New Japan. Evil. Uh, turned on Naito at the end of the New Japan Cup Finals and joined the Bullet Club. Yep. <laughs> There's nothing else going on. Okay, I get, I get the, I get the sentiment here uh, with, with him joining. I, I, I laughed about it, of course, okay. but I get the sentiment. Jay White isn't coming back anytime soon. I believe he lives in the states. Kenta isn't coming back anytime soon. I believe he actually still does live in Orlando. <clears throat> and and um, I need a job. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he I hop right now. Waiting. Oh so, no! Uh, but a lot of their a lot of their top gaijin talent is gone. Um, and there's not. I mean, what they. I mean, literally meals. What they had on these shows is what they have <laughs> right yeah. now. Like that's literally what they have right now. So um, going into into Dominion, that was the biggest thing. Evil is now the leader of the Bullet Club. Of course, Tamatonga not there. Uh, Fale is not there. They're all they're split everywhere. Like this is literally the Bullet Club right now. Is Yujiro, Evil, uh, Ghetto, and uh, Dick Togo who appeared <laughs> at Dominion when it was Evil versus Naito. Naito in his second title defense loses the titles to evil perplexing <clears throat> to say the least um i i would have thought they would have let this this feud go a little bit longer I, I was a fan of the show i really liked the shingo and show match i think it was the match of the weekend last weekend uh, and if you you haven't seen it go out of your way to see it but i think as far as booking goes i think they did they did naito a big disservice um i uh, but then again, the match itself didn't do a really good job of, of making these two seem like they even disliked each other. Naito, I'm telling you, Mills, Naito didn't react as if he had gotten turned on, you know, the, the, the previous night at all. He was still acting like the normal Naito match. He was like was bored, laying down, <laughs> stalling, all that. He was doing this, the same shtick. And it was just a, it was a like boring he match. Needs, he needs a new... Uh... A new scenery, maybe, maybe a new. Uh, do you th- do you feel like maybe um, Opal should throw man the bag a little bit? You know, man, what you doing, entice him. What you yeah, doing, man? What's going on, man? So, uh, yeah. I I like to make that joke. Um, of of course, I'm being really facetious when when I uh, when I bring it up. But uh, again, like Nido Nido to the to America. I'm not just going to say one company, WWE, AEW, ROH, or or what have you. Is extremely long shot, but I think when you look at the the, the matchups that he has, <clears throat> there are very few that he, he has left in New Japan. But then again, you can say the same for Tanahashi and Okada. Um, right. They they somehow make it work. A, a lot of the times, you see these matches over again, and they still work. They still bang. I mean, I, I even complained about Aleister Black and Buddy Murphy this week, and that ended up being really good. So like you know, the, if, as long as these guys can work together. It, it, sh- it shouldn't be a problem. But as far as Naito, I think that the, the issue is deeper than just the, the matchups that he has. I think that physically he's just not where he used to be. Uh, his, his knees are shot. He's not as fast. He's not as explosive. He's, he's a much slower wrestler. He, he kind of reminds me of Austin right after the neck injury um, when he, he considerably slowed down, but the matches ended up just being brawling. There's a lack of technical, yeah. lack of technical stuff there with Naito, however, and he's not really a good brawler to me. But he, you know, he really excelled when he when he was on top at being a high flyer, but also like a hybrid type wrestler, almost like Kenny Omega in his prime right. in a lot of ways. But he's just not there anymore, and and I don't think Evil is like very impressive to me either. So that match just ended up really underwhelming me. It was a lot of run-ins, of course, as you know, uh, a lot of interference, a lot of Bullet Club stuff, and uh, Evil won. It looks like it's going to be Evil versus uh, Takahashi at the end of the month. And that will be uh, pretty much evil. It will be going as, as the champion into the fall for New Japan. I don't know what the I don't know what the uh, 
Russell Kingdom stuff's going to look like, but I would have to imagine, as we, we know, there's probably going to be Okada and Evil in January, right. as usual. Uh, Four years, uh, Naito waited <laughs> for that. For that. <sighs> I don't. I, I don't know what to say. I. I, I mean, yeah. I. Don't, I don't know much what to say. To be honest, I didn't watch the event. Maybe I should. Should I? Is it worth to go I, I out my watch, way? To... I would watch. Um. I would. I just go ahead and watch Dominion. Uh. The Dominion show. Uh. I'd watch Show versus Shingo. I would. I would watch the turn from the the New Japan Cup Finals of Evil. You gotcha. can probably find that on you can probably find that on social media. They probably ripped it already. I I do the turn. That's a pretty effective turn. I, I liked it. I thought Naito sold it well. I thought Hiromu sold it especially well uh both mm-hmm. nights. Um but I again uh, the matches not nothing to write home about. I I think throughout this whole pandemic period New Japan and I was excited. You know it. We we said it two weeks two weeks ago. They back. I'm back. And again it was Game something back, missing. <laughs> it was something missing. Like oh, oh, empty arena Okada matches were not good. I thought they were really boring, but they had fans at Dominion. That was the first the show back with fans. It did make right. a difference. Um, I, I thought that the way that New Japan had fans split, it looked like there were at least like two, just two people per row at times right. uh, in, in the actual hall. So I think the way that they handled it looked cool. It, it, you couldn't really hear them screaming too much. So it, it was mostly like, they had to really scream and you had mm-hmm. to hear it like in order for you to hear it. But I thought it added to the atmosphere. But if that's what we're going to be looking at in the next year or so uh, with, with wrestling shows, then um, I think New Japan has the right idea. And when America is finally ready to get their fucking act together, we'll be able to do that. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that the fans like helped or hurt the show that much. But, yeah, that, that's pretty much my review of both those shows. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Uh, moving on. We have another double champion, man. Yeah, the ones th- th- this I watched. <laughs> um, no, but you know what? It's a it's a good day. I yeah, I turned the channel. Granted, knew it was gonna happen. Didn't care. Still watched it. Like I think everyone else did because this is a monumental moment. And I I said something on Twitter like you can't spoil greatness. Mm-hmm. You can't spoil moments like this. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you can't like out. You know, there we talked about last week. There's a lot of hot takes about you know the lead, and they're coming in and they're laughing at, they're laughing at. Oh, they spoil their own show. How, what idiots, bro! It didn't matter because you know why? <laughs> the the moment, the booking, the everything kind of leading up to it was so perfect, mm-hmm. and the moment was something that you won't forget, and it was just so perfect that there was no choice but to watch it, even if it. It, it says a lot if you know something is going to happen and you're just like, I'm excited to see that. Yeah. You know what and I'm it was, saying? And, and, it, and it especially helped that it was a damn good match. Um, damn good show from NXT last week. I think their, uh, yeah. bash, their, their Great American Bash shows week one and week two were really, really uh, phenomenal shows. Had really good wrestling on both weeks. Um, Keith Lee, what can I say? What can we say about this guy? Um I think we we could you could see it kind of coming, right? Like he's yeah. like it was a slow build, and it may have happened. I felt like it was like Loki happening the same time as the Raya built, but then they kind of just like went with Raya earlier than this, right? But it's it's really been like a slow burn since last year, even since you know Survivor Series last year. He has that face off with Roman Reigns, and people are like, "Oh my God, look at that." Like, yeah. look at that. Like, that's a match. That's something that people want to see. And then at the Royal Rumble, he has another one with Brock Lesnar of all people. And it's like, wow. It looked right. Pe- it, yeah. It, it, it looked right in the same way that, I'm sorry if this offends, in the same way that, like, when you have a Matt Riddle, it looks right. You know, when he's, when he's mm-hmm. beside some of these people with, like, Keith Lee, he just looks right there. And, it, it, and I... I love that they pulled the trigger on this and made that decision. I mean, I remember when I went to uh, Orlando that one year for the 2K thing, that first year I went, and I saw him kind of just in the back with Otis and them, and I was like, man, like, I, I really fuck with Keith Lee, like, but he's back there with, like, with them. With Otis and them. Yeah, with Otis, Otis and, them. and them. Okay, all right, all right. But at the time, it was Otis and them. Like, now, nah, we, we didn't know what Otis was going to become, but, at the t- but, you know, he was taking bumps to Otis, but, it showed, but to me, when I, it, what, what got me emotional was seeing him put that work in. 
And and then right. seeing him again a year later when me when me and Wale went to NXT and and he was super humble and super cool and he just you know wanted to just chop it up with us and then you know that humbleness led to him winning the, the having those moments that you just talked about and then he won the U.S. title or the North American title North and then he won the yeah. and, and then he won the NXT title and it was like this guy like again he just he just exudes professionalism he exudes just just a presence about him that, that I don't think any other wrestler really has. And I think, you know, obviously I, I do believe he should probably chill on the, on the big man flying stuff. I think he does really well, like in the Adam Cole match when he wasn't doing that. But right. um, I, I do think that this guy, like I, I I'm in awe, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Of, of how great Keith Lee is. He, he's one of my favorites right now. And we've been saying this for months. He's one of the best of, of the year so far. Um, and I, I wouldn't be mad if he had a short reign. Because I know it's August. I know Takeover is coming in a month. I know Karrion Cross has his eye on Keith Lee. I, I'm of the mind. Put this man on the, on the main roster right now and, and watch and watch people watch this because he's he's obviously yeah. a guy that's getting ratings. Nine hundred thousand yeah. watched that match <laughs> last last week, and I don't even get into the ratings shit like that. But that that means something. That's black excellence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's black excellence right now. They want to see shit like that. So put him on the main right. roster. Let him let him succeed. That's it. That's doing right by a character, you know what I'm saying? Like doing yeah. right by him, and he didn't win all the time. I mean, you know, yes, he probably won more frequently, you know, currently than before. But he didn't win all the time. But you still knew that like this guy was a guy, and you still and they treated him like a guy. And they were like, okay, look at him, just his presence, the way he carries himself, the way he does everything. Let's give him the North American title. And then they even said, you know what? Let's have him be the one to stop Adam Cole's record long title reign, which to me should have ended a while ago. But I feel like everything kind of happens for a reason. And this Keith Lee thing happened for a reason. He is the guy. He is the guy that they should do things in NXT with, quite honestly. He's the guy who could stand up to, you know, undisputed error. He's a guy who could feasibly beat Adam Cole and, and Gar- Johnny Gargano and and kind of present NXT in a different fashion and different light. So, you know what? I'm here for it. Double champion. Don't know how long we do that, but I'm just ha- I'm glad we're here. Congratulations to Keith Lee. Yes, sir. Um, moving down the line of this news we got, uh, Rusev, your man's Rusev. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a bad Rusev day today. He announced uh, over the weekend that he was he tested positive for COVID nineteen. Uh, of course, I don't think we reported this last week, but Lana uh, actually reported that her mother and her father mm-hmm. had COVID. Uh, her mother has since been sent home. She tweeted out yesterday, so uh, thank God for that. Prayers up for her. Um, but Rusev did, you know, basically he put it out there like Kevin Owens did. Like this is serious. This is a this is a very yeah. serious thing that's going on. Uh, of course, we saw in the news, or actually Kevin Owens said it himself in a, in a recent interview that he was the guy who told Vince these people need to be wearing a mask and it got the fines imposed for people who weren't wearing masks. So right. shout out to Kevin Owens for that. And, you know, I, I tend to think that the higher ups in WWE are just not that smart. <laughs> I just really think these people are just not that smart guy. Yeah. It, it seems it's wild to consider that, um, that it had to go the way, but shout out to Kevin Owens for doing that. I mean, he's, I, did he lose a family member? I believe he did. Right. Yes. Or, yes. He, yeah. He lost, um, I believe, his wife's mother to it. Right. So this is a very serious situation for him. And quite frankly, it should be a very situ- serious situation because you don't necessarily want that. You guys do this for your families. But imagine bringing that back home. Right. Mm-hmm. Like imagine going through all these different things and you're not, you know, you're losing the things that you work for, for the thing that you work at. You know what I'm saying? So. It's it's a rough situation, and I'm glad that it's happened. I mean, we see everyone with masks, you know, all around the all around the ring. We see people there's, there's some talks of masks backstage, all this other stuff, testing. Hopefully, there's more testing, you know, in the future. I don't want testing to kind of be like this one one time thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is the practices. I still don't think they should be running, especially in the state of Florida. No, but, that, that that's what's the wildest <laughs> part to me is that obviously NBA, WWE are down there because it's it's Carcosa out there. It's literally you can do whatever the fuck you want to in Florida. But right. I, I think that if they were to run in somewhere else, they absolutely would either not be able to or they would have tighter restrictions on what they were able to do. I see yeah. literally on the shows every week, both sh- all three shows, four shows, 
There's people taking crowd bumps. There's people, you know, getting doing like uh, breakup, breaking up fights. There's like ten people in one, one in one breakup. I'm just like, bro, y'all tripping? Like, what is y'all doing? If this was in like fucking Chicago, Michigan, this wouldn't be happening, right? What's the low? What's the state that got a low? I don't know. I'm in LA. We shut down again. So like we, we get, <laughs> y'all phase one, y'all back at one, like right, Brian we McKnight. Phase, we phase zero right now, bro. Like it's, um, it's just crazy, bro. Man, all the states doing it right. I mean, there's New York. You can always come to New York. I don't nah, know. Don't don't be don't do be it. humble about it. Don't be humble well, about yeah, it. No yeah, death you know, on Saturday. What? You know, no deaths on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. You know, VMAs. I might show up. Who knows? But um. Let's see. No, I mean, there's a there's a couple of states. One, including it's Connecticut itself, <laughs> where their headquarters well, are at. <laughs> Connecticut. Well, yeah. Why don't they run on the roof? <laughs> because, <laughs> oh my God, there's probably restrictions on that. And then also, they don't want. It's like sending all of your talent. So you got to send the crowd. You got to send the people. You got to send the staff. You got to send everything. I understand why they work out of Florida. Their home, their second home base is pretty much Florida. It's designed. I don't say designed for this type of thing, but it's, you know, luckily it's been designed. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And it's ideal. So I understand why they do it. Should they do it? No, that's a whole other story. Should anyone be doing it in the state of Florida? Uh, no, absolutely not. Did you, did you hear the rumor? And I, and I guess you could see it on the show this week or the past three shows of Raw. Um, mm-hmm. You notice, obviously, people missing. You notice uh, Liv missing. You notice uh, Sonya, Otis, Mandy. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Lana, all of them missing. Uh, apparently, uh, something something came out, or there was a rumor, or I guess there was video. I, I didn't see the video that they were all at a yacht party that week. Listen, the, the week that they listen, taped. Listen, <laughs> listen. What was Otis doing at that yacht party? What the, That's all was, I got. He know. was getting to it. What, the, what you mean? <laughs> so this is a work. <laughs> Relax, big man. Um, no, I mean this. Honestly. It's it's stupid. What the hell are you doing at a yacht party? Like I would, f- I, don't, I know WWE can't find you for things you do off the job, but I would at least I would look at you like, are you stupid? Like, are you stupid? Like, what are well, you doing at say, a yacht I party? Say, are you stupid? I'd say this doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> no, I mean they wouldn't say. Obviously, they would not say. Are you stupid? I would. I would say. Are you stupid? But. You know, it's a it's a situation, especially with especially with Sonya and Mandy, right? Like they were having a program that I thought could have led up to this pay per view that we had here, um, and maybe mm-hmm. that's why they decided to go with Bailey and Nikki, um, you know, in the tuck over the last couple of weeks. But this was a program that was a program I thought could have went to Extreme Rules, and we could have got some sort of match that would help them elevate them, and maybe one of them emerges as a contender for Bailey's championship in the future. Who knows? It's hard for me not to think that that's where they moved off to, because he yeah. he had nothing on SmackDown <laughs> without <Yeah>. those three. <laughs> yeah, absolutely I nothing mean, yeah. on SmackDown. Uh, I mean, but I mean, if, if we didn't have that, we wouldn't get Bianca on TV, and I'm pretty sure that this again, this is right, right place, right time. Not having COVID, having her there is kind of fucked up. That that was like really the reason. But I mean, we all know that that wasn't the first choice for Ruby Riot's partner. So, uh, right. it'll be interesting to see what comes out of these COVID tapings this week. Uh, I believe they start taping tomorrow. I think they tape uh, mm-hmm. Raw, Extreme Rules, SmackDown, and NXT uh, over the next two weeks uh, through the next. For, I think it's uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or something like that. Mm. So, yeah. That's what we have to look forward to. Um, yes. I think I think that is it for our news. We uh, got, uh, we got Sh- Charlotte. Charlotte said, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." Charlotte went online uh, on Twitter. She, you know, she had a uh, she said her air conditioning was out, so she had some things to say, and she talked about why uh, I can't equate that. <laughs> My air conditioning <laughs> is out. I don't want to say anything to anybody. Leave me the fuck alone. But yes. Um, um, she went on Twitter and, and debunked some rumors uh, about why she was taking time off. There was a lot of rumors about why she was taking time off. Um, and she set the record straight there. A lot of people said, I think, I think some people said her collarbone. Some people said there was cosmetic surgery. And she basically talked about how she's been having issues with one of her implants uh, and having silicone poisoning, which is extremely scary. Yeah. Um, and the right. way she described it is really fucking scary. And um, she said that w- when she had it before, I believe I remember when she took this time off. 
Uh, she took it off to the, the summer before Becky became the biggest yes. shit ever. Like, yes. <laughs> and then she I showed back up. She just popped up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she, she, she like, popped up. And she, it came back. And, and that was like a month. Um, she makes it seem like her recovery this time is going to be a little bit longer than a month because she said that that yeah. time she took the option that would have her back quicker, but it was a shorter fix. And yeah. apparently it came back. And now she's, she took the option that's going to have her out longer, but fit it, but fix it for good. So, um, yeah. again, like the, these surgeries are no joke. And, and, it's, and, she, and Charlotte herself has a pretty physical style. So, um, yeah. it's, it's no like taking those, those moon salts and fucking all that shit. Like that's, that's, that's gotta do something to you, you know? Right. No, you're, you're 100% right. I mean, I'm glad that she's getting fixed, to be honest with you. And it's not, it's no slight to her. She could probably use the time off. She's been working incredibly hard. She's kind of like a main fixture in the WWE. I think, you know, absence will make the heart grow fonder and not that people will love when she comes back, but I think it will have a much bigger impact, similar to another return that we had this week. Um, but you know, I, I say to her, do everything you can to be healthy because you're pretty much for as long as you want to. You're carrying the WWE is yeah. legitimately as long as she wants to. So do the best to make sure you're in the best physical shape that you ever met ever. So Absolutely. That's all I got to say. Shout out to Charlotte. Um, do you want to get to the predictions or you want to get to our, our, our look back at the uh, women's I, evolution? I feel like. Let's do the predictions and yeah. then let's lead into the women's revolution evolution thing. Okay, cool. Uh, Extreme Rules. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The horror show at Extreme Rules uh, airs this <laughs> Sunday. Um, no clue on what will be taped, what will be cinematic. I think it's a given that the swamp fight will be cinematic, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So um, I would. I mean, if, if and, and I guess I'll get to the predictions. I, I don't think it'll be the only thing cinematic. But um, first up. Apollo Crews versus MVP for a singles match for the United States Championship. Uh, uh, I know we just talked about the weirdness of certain people being off the TV. Uh, let's talk about the weirdness of Apollo Crews being off TV when a new title is announced. That is so awkward. Doesn't take, and doesn't take two and two to put together why he's off TV. <laughs> yeah, it, but that was so awkward. Like for the past two weeks, so they've been, you know, they've unveiled this United States Championship MVP. I mean, don't get me wrong; they're doing the best they can, and I think they're actually doing a great job with the storyline thus far. Of yeah. like the reason why MVP's holding this, the reason why he unveiled it, all these other things, like just because he beat having him. it be MVP. Yeah, because having it be MVP and not Bobby, which is an interesting uh, take, but it's still a good one since MVP is now officially a talent instead of whatever the hell he was before. <laughs> I don't think he ever stopped being a talent. Um, but, you know, it's an it's an interesting situation. It's an interesting storyline. This will be the return of Apollo Crews. And you've got to actually think like, OK, we're going to let's let's keep the good times rolling. This is yeah. I, I, I like this. I like this program thus far. That's all I can say. Yeah, it, it's been a pretty cool program for not only Apollo, but again, for Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. They've actually spun off another story into that to a point where like low key, like I feel like that's the stronger story here than Apollo Crews, even though they, they've been oh, hoeing, yeah. even though they've been hoeing out Ricochet and, and said every week. I'm pretty sure that like I want to see where this goes. And I, yeah, too. And, I and I like Ricochet on TV. So like. I, I'm not. I don't think I'm wilding to say that this match is kind of secondary, even though I know it'll be like okay. I don't think MVP is like this. Shouldn't be more than five minutes. Let's just say that much. It shouldn't be that long. Um, just go ahead and have Apollo retain, take the new championship. That's really what they want to do. No big deal. I hope Apollo is safe. I hope he's ready to 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 do the match. I hope there's no more complications of his. Uh, what we know, it's a, it's a positive test. So let's let's hope that he's. <laughs> properly right. quarantined and ready to go uh when they take these matches um next up we have but, but wait, wait who so we, we oh i'm sorry oh apollo. my god yeah we, we're, 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 apollo yeah yeah i think apollo retains unless apollo's not there <laughs> yeah apollo's not there that leads something very interesting right because that would mean that either yeah. ricochet or cedric would have to perform in his in his absence right that, yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. And I think that could be a banger of a match and quite an interesting storyline if they decide to go with that. So like what if what knows? if what if it's a triple threat MVP Ricochet Cedric Ricochet wins the title 
Um, and then that's the storyline you spin off into because that's what it looks like it is, is that Cedric's going to turn. I had always been saying that, that Apollo was going to turn. But I, I, again, honestly, I like the Ricochet Cedric thing. I, I think those two have actually kind of stepped it up in a bit. Like, yeah, as far as like the, see, the baby faces. I don't know. I don't see Seti turning quite yet. I don't know. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like we're business. <laughs> MVP be talking to everybody. I, I I don't understand it. MVP be chatting. That's a that's all I say about this. I don't think he's gonna turn. I don't know, but I how could be you, wrong. But how do you feel about uh, MVP and Bobby Stable being called the Hurt Business? Hey, business oh, is good. Cool. Business is good. That's that's kind of <laughs> if you can make it work, that's cool. If you can't make it work, like if we're <laughs> if we start cornering it up, then yeah, then oh, I'm, yeah. then I'm out yeah. on it. It's a very it's a very that one's a very fine line. Kind I of low day, key, I low key feel like WWE only trusts black people to have stables because we're the only people that can like turn turn in those like those promos and like make it actually cool. Oh yeah, for sure. Come on, they're the only stables on. that last. They're literally the only stables that have lasted. Is black stables. Listen, history will tell you. You know. <laughs> I mean, Andrade can't even get his shit together. Uh, Next up is the uh, Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins eye for an eye match. Uh, Now, as we said, uh, did we say this last week? I think we did say this last week. Rey Mysterio is working without a contract. Uh, And I'm of two minds about this. I also think this is going to be taped. I don't think it'll be cinematic, but I think it'll be in the vein of the Edge Orton match from last month. Uh, As far as being really cut and really kind of like done differently with different camera angles which i think it <laughs> worked for the match i cannot wait to see how this match ends that's really what i'm <laughs> waiting for like as as good as this match could be as good as this match could be and it could be a five-star match the fact that it is an eye for an eye match means that none of the wrestling in the world will matter when it comes to the last 40 seconds of this match when someone has to pull an eye out like that's what this means to me. It, Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins regular match. I'm sure it's gonna be great. Like I sure like that's a you could sell that on its own. Yeah, it's but gonna an be eye good. for an eye match. <laughs> I, do you do you think this is uh, Rey's write off, or do you think this is Seth's beginning of his his spiral downwards? Because I think I think it's safe to say that like we have a we have a pretty clear timeline on how long we have with Seth until Becky gives birth, and I'm pretty sure Seth will right. be gone into the new year. Um, mm-hmm. And that would be, I think she said December, I believe around November, December is where, where we're thinking. But mm-hmm. um, I think if you do have Seth lose here and lose the eye, we have basically damaged Seth where he's even darker and more evil than before I, I, with, with the eye patch. Right. Um, uh, huh. It's interesting. I, I could go both ways with this match. I mean, if Ray, if Ray yeah. loses, he's gone. That's fine. Uh, if, if Seth but, but again, like I don't see them letting Ray go. That's my thing. Like I, I don't see him. I just don't see him leaving right now. I just think it would be, right. be crazy if he left. He always has interesting contract negotiations with WWE. I'm thinking Ray Mysterio is someone who kind of knows what he wants and knows what he's willing to do for pretty much the rest of his career. And yeah, he's kind of having a renaissance. He's someone who legitimately, in terms of contract negotiations, he'd be like, "Yo, honestly." I want to wrestle somewhere else because, like, I got these knees for maybe another six years. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to be wrestling the same old giant, you know, heavy dudes for the rest of my life. Maybe I want to go and teach some luchadors and get the next generation of luchadors up to speed and things like that. He's someone who kind of runs on his own kind of speed, um, which I've always kind of, admi- you know, admired and respected about him. Yeah. Um in in regards to this actual match itself, you're right. It could go 100% either way. If I got if I have to choose one, I'm going to say Seth Rollins only because SummerSlam is coming up. Yes, and he has to be around. Now, who do you think he's got for SummerSlam? Because it's obviously not going to be Drew. Uh, it's not Drew at this point. I don't know who it could be. Um, it's got to be Alistair, right? <laughs> So here's the thing. I, t- I told, you know, I was writing in the chat, like, I kind of want something different for Seth, right? He's yeah, faced yeah. all these guys and he's faced even like archetypes of the guys that he hasn't faced yet. I kind of want something different for him. Now, this is a long shot. So don't quote me on this, that this is going to actually happen. Okay. Seth Rollins versus Goldberg. Whoa. I don't think it's going to happen. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's going to happen at well, all. I, I mean, um, why don't you think it would happen? Because I don't think Goldberg at this time in this period is 
I mean, he might. I don't know. It depends on the guy he is. He might not he wear a mask. Mania. I don't know. He did mania. He did mania, <laughs> he did mania was, like, but he also mania. like <laughs> he was the champion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, I, I like so, that idea a lot. I like that idea a lot. I because he think, doesn't face he doesn't face different guys like that all the time. He doesn't. I want to. Seth Rollins always has the match on the big card where you're like, okay, I'm expecting this match to like steal the show or something along those lines. So he's held to that you, expectation. Are you expecting a longer than two minute match with Seth Goldberg though? No, but I like the fact. I think Seth Rollins deserves at this point in his career deserves an event type of match, right? Right, right, like something right. you can actually build around because he has all these matches that are like a wrestlers wrestlers kind of match, which is cool. Don't get me wrong; he's a wrestlers wrestler. The man he bangs like he does his thing, um, but he never really has that event type of match like to to look forward to. I think the closest he's been to is Brock, but even with the Brock thing, like he, you know kind of flips around i want to see him out of his element i want to see him against um goldberg if not he's probably going to facing like some you know idiot like the big show or something i don't know <laughs> um i like that idea because now that i think about it seth's never really had like that undertaker part-timer match uh yeah. other than, like triple h and he's triple h is undertaker <laughs> yeah it's like triple h kind of oh, like one. a perm triple h is like a permalancer like we know he comes around every single year and and yeah you know Maybe twice on, on one year, but I like that idea. I, I really do. So I, I think if Seth was was to win and write him off, he'd have that cocky, you know, that that cocky uh, stature, and then Goldberg shows up to break it down. And, and I think that yeah. adds some that adds some a lot of watchability. I, I mean, I want to watch it. I want to see it. I think a lot of people want to see Seth get speared. So I think that that is actually that's a dope idea, especially if you're not going to have Roman back for a while. So, um. 100%. Next match. Well, actually, no. I think Seth's going to win, by the way. so Yeah, I think Seth is going to win as well. Uh, next up is a match that we did not want to say is the main event, even though it probably will be. The uh, Braun Strowman, <laughs> Bray Wyatt, Wyatt Swamp Fight. Um, I've been very vocal in my dislike of this program since the beginning of it. You've, you've got a bunch of silliness between both guys. I think Bray has excelled in the silliness, but they have now gone away from the, the Firefly Funhouse stuff, which I think is mm-hmm. a bad idea. Uh, I'm just going to really just run down all my problems with it. You've got Braun acting like a fucking fool, like a silly fool <laughs> for mm-hmm. the past month, which I'm not a big fan of either. Um, I, I don't think either of these, these guys are really spectacular in the ring. This is why they had to do this match. And for a cinematic match, which they've done one every single month since Mania, I'm, I might be burning out on them a little bit, yeah. and I think this might be the weakest one. So, I'm I'm going to look back. I want to see if actually um, Braun wasn't on this episode of SmackDown, but I don't think he was on the one before either, uh, which could be interesting. I mean, we talk about all these positive COVID cases. Like, it could be interesting, the champion itself. Um, yeah, he wasn't on this other one too, huh? Yeah, very very interesting. He hasn't really been on SmackDown. They've been living through um, a lot of pre tapes and 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 vignettes and all this other stuff like that. Um, so this is, I mean, this is the first time we we'll see Braun Strowman in a while. So I'll, I'll ask you this: They've been touting on you know social media Braun Strowman hundred days as champion thus far. What would you yeah. say about his 100 days as champion thus far? He won it at Mania. He's still champion now. Like, what would you say? It, it, sa- it says a lot that Seth Rollins' little short-ass two-month reign as a universal champion last year uh, after he won it back from Brock was mm-hmm. the best run that that title ever had. Mm-hmm. The universal <laughs> championship is a, bad, is a bad championship. Can we say that? It had yeah. Look at the lineage of this championship. Look at it. It is I th- fucking awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, they've exchanged. And, you know, I don't know if they intended on. I mean, I'm sure they intended on Roman winning. <laughs> it is It is a snake. It is a snake bit title from the moment <laughs> it was literally introduced. It was snake bit. Because how does your first champion who uh, admittedly Finn Balor, that was a moment. But yeah. he didn't even have 24 hours with it. And it was vacated. You got Kevin Owens. Okay, cool. Goldberg. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Oh, it was, Gold, it was Goldberg, then Brock. Yeah. Then, then Roman, uh, and then he had to vacate it. Then, then Brock, then Seth, then Brock, then Seth, then The Fiend. 
Come and on. Then Goldberg. And then Goldberg. <laughs> Come on. Oh this, my god. This title fucking sucks. It's and not even it's, on the line in this match, but <laughs> Exactly. But, but I mean like, you know, this is to, to pad out the I, I I'm guessing they're gonna do Braun and the Fiend. It's been what, how many months since we've seen the Fiend? Like four? Yeah. We haven't I'm seen them since No, 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 no. We haven't seen them since um Saudi Arabia. Whatever the pay per view after Mania. No, after the Oh, the fiend, the fiend, fiend. Yeah, oh, fiend. I guess mania. mania. Yeah, we haven't mania. Seen Four months. So, I mean, what? I'm guessing we're gonna go to that. So it's gonna go back to the fiend again. It, this title sucks. It's not because of the way it looks. It's because it just fucking sucks. It's just a terrible yeah, title. It's, yeah, it's a terrible thing. It's it really is. Like, it's really bad. Damn. It's really bad. It's a bad title. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a terrible snake title. Bitten. It's a snake bitten title. Like it's, everyone it's who a bunch gets of it, everyone who gets it's, it's a hoss belt for one, which is cool if that was going to be the hoss belt. But you gave it to shitty hosses instead of like like fucking. I hate to even be in this camp, but like Cesaro or somebody. Like you, you're not you're not giving yeah. it to people that are like actually cool. They could do something with well, it. I'll never I'll never hate being a Cesaro camp. I'll tell I'll tell you that right now. No, but you know, there's people that are like overrated, like who should have been this? Should have been 10 time champion. It's not gonna happen. But like oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Um but you know it, it's never it's, say never. Don't leave Cesaro. Sign that sign that extension. It'll happen. <laughs> I need it you into the show that, it just goes to show that like Braun isn't even the most effectual champion on his show. It's the SmackDown's the AJ Styles, Matt Riddle, New Day show, and it's not yeah. the Braun Strowman show. And like who who are we excited? Like this is the guy we're supposed to be like sad for if Otis cashes in on him. Yeah, no, come no on. one's gonna be sad. Yeah, no one's gonna be sad. You're bugging. Like, come on, man! Like it's it's, it's ridiculous. I I don't give a shit who wins this match. I'll be honest with you. I don't. I this is yeah. the, the worst match on the show. Yeah, I agree. And Dolph Ziggler is on this card. No, you know what? I don't even think this is gonna be the worst match on the show because they surprised me with that other match. But it, I'm. Looking to be pleasantly surprised at this match. That's all I can say. Okay, hold, but it will hold. not. It will not improve whether I think Braun Strowman is a great champion or not from this match. Okay, I'm just yeah, get it off him quick. I know it was because of the whole COVID shit. I would have just had Goldberg win. Keep it hundred with you and just keep nah, the title. They would Braun would have been extra suspect if, if <laughs> Roman if Roman zips twice and they're like uh. <laughs> no, Braun. <laughs> Remember the last time Roman did where Braun was like right in the driver's seat? Um, supposedly Brock was going to leave and his contract was up or something along those lines. Like he was going to go fight in UFC and they're like, yeah, let's put it on Brock. <laughs> he would have been looking at them extra suspect. Like this company thinks I'm shit. <laughs> <laughs> they do think he's shit. He was a runner. Yeah. To between two niggas, he was a runner-up champion. <laughs> shit. Oh my god! Um, next up, we have a and this one. This was kind of hard to rate, admittedly, because we just don't know. But uh, it, it's a TBD match for the WWE Championship, the actual good title. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler. Can't say that I hate this program. I think they've added adju- just enough personal touches. And mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Drew for actually suggesting that Heath Slater come back to do that because I think it added yeah, a lot listen, to, them, to use that. Your, use your influence as champion for good, man. Good for you. Yeah, I like that. I, I bang, and you got your boy a bag, so I, I bang yeah. with that. Um, as far as this match, what do you... I think we had we had an idea last week where it would be like Dolph would change the stipulation or something every five minutes. Yeah, I have that. I have Ben the Claymore. I have... Um, but I, I, I can't see it actually being... Like, listen... We need an extreme rules match on the show. <laughs> yeah. Like eye for an eye is cool. Swamp fight, cool. Something with a, someone hit someone with a steel chair already. That's <laughs> that's what this I'm waiting for. This is a horror show. And I and I thought that they would have given Asuka and Sasha the extreme rules tag, but the, apparently they're not gonna do that. But mm, I mean I would they don't want the, Sasha breaking her body before. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would honestly just give this the tag. I know it's gonna be really anticlimactic if he says it, but it's the name of the fucking show. Someone yeah. has to get an Extreme Rules match. Just do the Extreme Rules match. I think they need to go. They don't need to go big like that at all for this yeah. match. Just get Ziggler it. some friends, man. Get yeah. Ziggler. If they do the regular Extreme Rules match, get a, get some run-ins. Um, you know, you, you get a whole bunch of things, man. Let's uh, 
Let's hook it up. Let's hook it up. I I personally, yes, I don't hate this program neither. Um, but it says, a, it says a lot. It says a yeah. lot that we're enjoying a Dolph program or a program that yeah. Dolph is in more than like a Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman thing. Like we are actually putting that above that. Yeah. That's not bad, we are. Scott. <laughs> we are. That's we are. Uh, I think I think Drew's gonna win this because I think he's on a collision course with Randy Orton, which uh, I'm not I'm not too mad at uh, either. That should be a no. great match. But um, Drew's yeah, just, Drew's Drew's winning me. I mean, the less he the less of the winking at the camera, tongue in cheek, yeah, man, I'm you know champion, yeah. Like the less corny stuff that he does, the more I'm like, okay, I'm all in again. Yeah, now I remember why I was all in. Love it. Um, next up for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Yeah, Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Um, they tried to do a lot here. I know that Alexa has been mysteriously off TV as well, but um, I think this Alexa? should be a song. Yeah, she's been off TV, right? Nah, she she's been on SmackDown. Oh shit, yeah. I missed. I must have missed it. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay, it's I only saw it in. I only saw it in the YouTube. Uh, <laughs> I only saw it in the YouTube. Uh, the, the the screen cap that's on there. I was like, oh, there's Alexa right there. Am I um, wilding? Am I wilding for thinking they should have put that Riddle AJ match on here, or do you think no, it's cool? You're not. You're okay. not. They're, but they've kept AJ off of two pay-per-views now in sake of, like, I guess not showing out. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> like, not fucking de- destroying not being, <laughs> Yeah, not being too awesome on this show. Um, he was like, no, nah, let's keep that for TV. You're a TV guy, uh, which is interesting. But, you know, they're going to get a lot more time on the actual show. Begin, it's actually Matt Riddle versus AJ. Maybe we should add that in the prediction. So you think it's going to win on Friday, bro? Uh, AJ, I th- the 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 um the Baron Corbin thing is still going on. I think they're I think they're gonna wait. Mm. I, I especially think now they're gonna they would wait before they give this guy a title, right? Mm. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> with right. The, with everything going on right now, uh, with, with did, did, did that did that um that video he put last week that, that happened last Friday that happened after our show last week, didn't it? Yeah, it did happen after our show for sure. He's not a, a good head. idea. Yeah, not yeah, a good he, idea. He's, he's an idiot. I think, I think it's funny that before he got signed, everyone was they should send him because he's so nice and he fist bumped everyone. And, you know, he, he, he sat behind after the show and was like, so cool to everyone. And now everyone's like, I hate him. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, yo, this, this nigga was like this with y'all. He was doing all that stuff. Y'all just, the bar is in hell. For y'all, they yeah, <laughs> that's all it is. The bar is just in hell. He's probably always been that cheating, that cheating ass nigga. Here's the thing, he he's always been that guy. He's always, he. I think the the, the big you, thing you know what type of guy he is. You know what type of guy. Yeah, he is. I know what type of you guy know, he is. Yeah, we we know what type. We know people. Well, listen, the bro stuff in terms of that, cool. but the, yes, you've known the type of character that he is. Um, Even if you didn't know it, deep down inside, you know someone like him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even if you much. didn't know it like you know what type of nigga he is like i think he's wilding even if he did have something against this 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 woman or even if there was some a, a pending case or whatever what have you he's saying is going on i would never go on a video and and say uh she's crazy because that's a dog whistle for incels and right. you knew what you were doing with that and that's just not cool and, and again like he needs to just shut the fuck up and be on the shows and just do that shit and just stop fucking being on, on socials. Cause I mean, honestly, he, to me got the biggest, he, he got let off the easiest of everybody <laughs> that had, had the whole speaking out shit. Right. Like he, he's still on TV. They're promoting the shit out of him. He's had nothing literally happen to him at all. He didn't have to do that video, Like he, you know, he got on the video and was just like, yo, you know, I cheated on my wife. I'm not proud about that. You could have just kept it to that, bro. Period, or you could have just not did it at all. Right? Who knows? Just it's just dumb, just stupid. I, I, I <clears throat> you know, people. Someone got upset at me last week uh, because I said, you know, I appreciate his honesty for saying that he, you know, cheated, and they, and they were like, and rightfully so. They were like, you know, so it's okay for him to say he cheated and he's honest and blah blah. blah. And I was like, that wasn't really my intention by saying that. I was saying that like that is, you know, you did something wrong. It it, it does take a lot for any fucking man woman or otherwise you we seen the will smith jada pinkett shit to come out and say some shit like oh, that the public that. <laughs> that, that, that's that's some wild shit to even admit on on the internet so appreciate the honesty thanks for letting us know 
get the fuck offline. That's what I meant. I didn't mean like, yo, right. I, you know, he's automatically absolved. It is, you know, he's still, he's still an asshole. So I just want yeah. to clear that up. Um, but yeah, they're wilding for that. I, th- I think, uh, I think AJ is going to win. And I don't, but the thing, if AJ wins that match, I don't know where he goes next. Anywhere he wants, baby, the Intercontinental Champion. I'm sure maybe they'll bring, uh, actually, they're not bringing Brian back. Maybe they'll bring Brian back. Who knows? Yeah. Huh. I, I don't know when Brian's coming. What will, will um, Breeze do soon? So I don't think we're going to see him for a while. Mm. All right. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, so I had an idea. Uh, okay. Because we have these last two matches that we have. We have Bailey, Nikki Cross, Asuka, Sasha Banks. I feel like we should, and this is no disrespect to the matches, obviously, because we'll get to our predictions, but I feel like we should roll this into our women's evolution talk. Absolutely. Because this week marks five years since, I mean, the the monumental moment that I guess started the women's evolution in the WWE with the call-up of Sasha Banks, Charlotte, and um, Becky Lynch. And just to think of like five years later... I mean, we're watching Raw last night. We're watching, quite honestly, we talked about this women's tag team title months ago that there isn't in the, there isn't an established division for it. So there's not like there's not a lot of things planned for it. And a, part of that still kind of rings true, ultimately. But the type of banger that these four women, with Kyrie Sane, um, Asuka, Sasha Banks, and Bailey having, and you kind of look at five years ago where things began and five years later where we're at now, it's like incredible. It's mm-hmm. incredible night and day. And to me, I mean, if you could have a double main event for this show, I would give it to both of these matches. Uh, Bailey and Nikki are less so than them, but the Asuka and Sasha Banks one, for to me, for such a... Um, a few that's obviously to me a placeholder until SummerSlam. It's been they've been doing it right between yeah. the matches and you know both Bailey and Sasha Banks on both shows and managing to you know have that a whole balancing act and manage to cater to both and not make anyone look really too bad and this entire thing they managed to do kind of a lot of great things to it. What are what are your thoughts on the women's evolution, sir, over the last five years? It's had it has had its ups and downs. I know a lot of people have been mentioning how how bad their debut of the women were at the time. I honestly, at the time when they got debuted, I thought it was like I was excited for it. You know, I, I thought it, yeah. was, it was amazing. And, and I think you look five years now, five years later down the line, this all started with the hashtag. This all started with women wanting to be put in major positions, wanting to be main inventors, wanting to have mm-hmm. the same opportunities that the men got. We've seen Ronda Rousey go through. We've seen um, Becky Lynch go through. We've seen Charlotte. We've seen Io Shirai. We've seen Asuka. We've seen now Bianca Belair. We've seen Candice LeRae, uh, Mia Yim, Mercedes Martinez. L- listen to all these names that I'm, that, that I'm saying. This is just one company. You go to Stardom. You go to AEW. You go to ROH. This is something that, that kind of ripped open the whole well of the wrestling community that's why speaking out meant so much because of the strides they made five years ago we can't go back to that and i want to you know you want to be able to to show that wrestling really is for men women everything you know what i'm saying and and i think that it's had its ups and downs i think i think it's definitely had its struggles i think that a lot of times there there are parts of the year right every year where where the women are kind of like second fiddle to whatever's going Mm -hmm. on with the men but I think more than anything, and I don't know if this is COVID area, COVID era, but like 2019 and 2020, we've seen more of a focus on the women than, more than ever. And in a lot of ways, they've been outdoing the men. So you look yeah. at that match, you look at that match on, on Raw, you look at this match that we're talking about for Extreme Rules, and you know we're more excited for those than anything, anything else. else on here <laughs> <laughs> that's going on and this isn't a knock for drew mcintyre and, and Dolph. i think they're going to do great it's not a knock for seth and ray it's going to be great but the way that the women present their matches they're like they, and, and people have said this before they're like fights you go back right. and, and watch that charlotte eo rhea uh, rhea match from last month that's a fight you know what i'm saying that that was a banger you look at the mia yim candace LeRae match from nxt mm-hmm. that bang too so like you know you you look at all of the all the styles like there're just so many styles like the men kind of just have flippy guy the women got brawler MMA right. chick fly fly chick that'll beat your ass like all types of styles like it's, right. it's, it's so dope but it, you know it, it's 
I'm glad that it's here. It took a long time to get here, like longer than the five years that we're speaking of. The five years is kind of just the impetus of it. Of it, and the five years is only the impetus of it because impetus of as as it of it because these women were having banger matches where they're allowed to kind of like do the things and give them the freedom on NXT. And people believe that, listen, let them do this. Women are capable of this. And then I honestly do believe that if we weren't shown those type of matches on NXT, there would be no movement today to kind of really push for that on the main roster because WWE is someone, you know, the company with all eyes on it. But if you don't have the Paige versus Emma, if you don't have the Charlotte versus Bailey, the sh- the fatal four-way matches, if you don't have those matches, you don't get the 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 yearn for it on on the main roster. You don't get AJ making that tweet. You don't get, you know, the Bellas openly, you know, fighting for more time on the show and et cetera, et cetera. You don't get those moments. What I would love to see myself is those movements kind of made in different companies. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird. New Japan doesn't feature women at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's weird just in general. And I think it's something that should be spoken about. And I think it should be something that's, uh, you know, push more forward. And maybe there's a movement that needs to start there. Maybe they need to invest in women as well because they, they both start them out. And, and, you know, on Wrestle Kingdom, they did a, they did have a, a night one, I, th- I believe, Stardom did have a section on Wrestle Kingdom. So it's beginning, but they're still operating under a different brand. So it's not like New Japan's women mm. division. It's it's still Stardom. So that's the way that they're getting around that. Um, but but I, I do see what you're saying. Like, it, it should be like there should be a women's match that they promote to the level of an Okada Tanahashi. I think that's absolutely something yeah. that should happen. And it takes time. Don't get me wrong. It's obviously going to take time. It took this for five years for us to kind of get here longer than five years. Ultimately, but the the journey has been the last five years that we're talking about. But it takes time. But you get to see that it's absolutely worth it, especially if you make new stars like a Becky Lynch, like a Ronda Rousey, like a Charlotte. AEW, I mean, they're currently in a situation where their women's roster is so depleted that it kind of really even feels like a joke Um, because, you know, I don't know if it's just there. It's just an unfortunate set of circumstances, but they need to focus a lot more on their revision as well. And I'm looking, you know, all over through the grand scheme of things, a lot more focus on women because they've proven that they can be just as capable of having these great matches and these great programs and be attractive to the eyes of all these things. And yeah, screw. I mean, at the end of the day, like people are going to say like, Oh, viewers down because blah, blah, blah. in the main event at the end of the day, this is essentially, you're building the future and you're building ultimately something much bigger. And if, if it sacrifices a few million viewers and I'm not saying that the women are the reason behind the viewer sinking, it just managed to happen at the same time. But yeah. if you, if you feel like you're sac- ultimately you're doing it for the greater good. Yeah. Um, and I, I love that they haven't given up, uh, but really, really quick before we do these last two matches, what have been your, I'll say, I'm not going to say top what are your top three favorite matches from the past years from the uh, it's tough, t- tough thing to figure out. They've had a lot of great ones. It's a oof. Okay, so yeah. for the last five years, I would say. I mean, I was there for Bailey Sasha Banks is obviously like, duh, yeah, duh. But I was yeah, there, and it was, it was every bit as incredible <laughs> as it seemed on TV. Like, um. In terms of just to kind of switch it up from there, I would probably stay after that. I think – I honestly think that Shayna Baszler-Rhea Ripley match that happened a couple months ago was something that to the likes of you rarely get, uh, you know, a, a movable force versus, you know, you know what, a movable object or whatever the hell it is called. Um, but you rarely get that situation where these two people who are on have this such great momentum collide at the same time and have that kind of stellar match. That match was similar to kind of the moment that we got with Keith Lee. And they even had everyone come out in the ring and raise Ray up in the air. And it was a beautiful thing. But you rarely get to those moments where you have these type of like all-star encounters that build up and leave you like, oh, yes, that was it. So I thought that was a fantastic match as well. And if I had to give a third one, I mean, I'm trying to do it different here because obviously. Yeah, you got the gimme. It's not Bailey Sasha. Yeah, it's a, I want to say, um, gosh, I want to say Becky versus Asuka, the, the, the first one. 
the first one that to me was incredible like yes you know women's championship and i think oscar kind of felt like the you know on the road to becky lynch being a star and that was the same night becky lynch wins the Royal rumble so it's kind of like immediately overshadowed but you have that kind of capable match where it's like damn these women kind of went off like went off crazy and it's part of a to me a legendary Royal rumble show it might be one of the best Royal rumble shows that we've ever seen ever yeah um, and uh, it's incredible i will th- I'll, go, I'll go really quick here uh last woman standing match Becky Charlotte from Evolution. Um, I mean, that was on my list, but I just didn't want to say it because I knew it was going to be on your list. Oscar <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlotte won from Mania. And mm-hmm. uh, I really enjoyed Becky, Oscar Charlotte, uh, triple threat TLC match from December. Ooh, that was good. That was good. There's been a lot of moments, man. Even like that, that, that one later where the Becky and Charlotte, Becky and Charlotte versus the Kabuki Warriors at TLC. Yeah. Fire. As much as like, <laughs> even though like some shit went down in that match, like <laughs> even that is like, damn, that kicked ass. Like that was awesome. And uh, I mean, we're missing a the lot of view. Yeah, close the pay per view, right? Like, imagine yeah, the women's tag team championship <laughs> closing the damn pay per view. <laughs> uh, we also have. I, I got to say, I, I really enjoyed. I, I mean, we're we're missing a lot of Oscar stuff. Oscar Bailey was really good. Um, Asuka freaking Sasha was really good. Ronda Rousey and Sasha was really, really good. Um, yeah. That was on the same, that was on the same show as Becky Asuka, man. It, a, a lot of, of straight heat has come out of this. Um, and, and again, here's to five more years. I'm, I'm hoping that they'll main event three or four more WrestleManias within that time. And I think they absolutely can. Um, yeah. so our final predictions here. Uh, I think Bailey's going to win the uh, Nikki cross match. I think that's, that's going to, definitely happen uh and i think that oscar sasha banks i mean this this is a clear line i think we've seen that you know shana is back on tv again i i can told you i want to do the little boosie i told y'all i told y'all i told like i legitimately told y'all like relax she coming back for SummerSlam. i told you i don't think it'll be oscar at SummerSlam based on what Kyrie said um on raw talk i think they really they should do that they having that match next night on raw and then she ain't gonna come out and show Kyrie. like the like, i i've seen this book I, I know this chapter uh i can see it definitely happening the oscar versus Kyrie match happening um i don't think at SummerSlam though but it'd be cool well, I, well it, it wouldn't be the i, I don't think they do it because it wouldn't be the biggest women's match on that show yeah, it would be well, yeah. if, if we're going to do it, Sasha Bailey. But <clears throat> I, I think that again, like I said last week, they need to get the ball rolling on this turn or whatever they're going to do with the, with Sasha Bailey because they're they're running out of not running out of time and space. But I think that the peak is right now of this program. Yeah, <laughs> and if yeah. they wait, and any they're time, about to overstay. <laughs> yeah, they're about to overstay. They're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. and I think that the longer you wait to do this, the 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 more you know, kind of. Like you said, like it's going to be diminishing returns every every time you do it, and having them win, they win a lot. So I think it's time yeah. that they, they go ahead and uh, have that that breakup start. Not that you know, not that I'm preying on their downfall, but I think it's going to be a really cool. I think they're going to stick the landing. I, I really do, and I think they they they've been patient with it. So Oscar uh, wins here, and that is the horse show at Extreme Rules 2020. And that is the eighth show for this week. I think this card is going to be pretty good uh, other than that one match. I, I'm not mad at it at all. Uh, and we're going to be watching it on Sunday. We're going to have our reviews for it next week on the A show. So, Mills, anything yep. else you want, to, you want to talk about? Nope. I think we're all good here. I mean, this has <laughs> been a pretty stacked show. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I don't know much more, much more to say. Um, yeah. That's all I can say. Be safe out there. That's all I can say. Please wear your damn masks and wash your hands. We want to go outside one day. Please let us let us try and figure this shit out. Please, please, please let us figure it out. Um, but yeah, until then, please be safe, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening to the A Show. You guys mean so much to us, more than you'll ever know. Uh, and until next week, thank you guys for listening. Peace. <laughs>